0: That beat, guys. Get somebody yeah, crazy on yeah. that. It's that bag production shit right there. You already know what it is. Your boy Pistol Pete. Welcome to Dogging the Y'all. You already know I got my motherfucking Conrad with me. I mean you already know You already know They gonna hit that center y'all Today we got my motherfucking brother From Brooklyn Mano in the building You know what I'm saying Hustle oh. hard in the building You know what I'm that's saying
1: right. That's right Brooklyn in the house
0: baby It's man. gonna be legend You know what I'm saying And uh Talking that's about that's legend Um Mano just did a video downtown And shit You know uh Uh with, the, you know, based on that movie, I Am Legend with, with Will Smith and all that. He did the, uh, yeah, he just did the video and it's, it looks it looks crazy. It looks amazing. He got some good flicks on it too. You see the yeah, whole vibe. That got be fire,
1: man. Because
0: now the city is empty. So this is like the yeah, best time man. to get that look. So he there with the German Shepherd like this. Nah, it look crazy. Nah, he killed it, man. Shout Dude, yeah, out to nah, Mano. Yeah, you know what fire. I'm saying? Shout out to you, Mano, man. You already know nothing that's for like love.
1: Shout
0: out to um. brother, man. Uh, um, and, um, You know, I mean, Mano has been, you know, he's been out here since he came home. For those that don't know Mano, I mean, he's an artist, platinum artist. I mean, he's real successful. He's been grinding since he came home. He has shown the peoples and the youth that, you know, you don't need necessarily to stay stuck and, and, and choose, you know, to go a different route. There's always a solution. There's always better choices in life. So, and that's one of those that Mano did. Mano decided that, you know, while he was in prison, he worked on his craft. Came home and now he's you know he's successful. He out here and we happy for him. He took that walk to the yard with you already know with your boy, and we had a great time, you know. That's and right. um and with that being said,
1: you know I just wanted just to put that out there, man. Yeah, that's good. That's good Proud of the brother, man. So so what we got on the agenda? What kind of flight? What kind of kites they flew you today, man?
0: Well, I got a I got three kites today. My first kite, uh, they asked me how long it took me to adjust, um. It took me a while um, to be honest with you. Um, until you know, let's just say about seven years ago, I I started really adjusting. I had my you know my daughter, you know, and she changed my, my way of thinking. I just I just you know it just it just really changed, and I you know I I had to adjust. I can't keep running around thinking I'm in prison and none of that. So you know so. I just I just woke up out of it. I have more and more, more important things to worry about in my life than just worry about you know and being fucked up. My second kike, um, is uh is um they asked me um what's the old habits? What's the old habits that I have from prison that I, that remain with that remains that remains with me now? What are the old habits that remains with me today, from prison? Um, what are they? What are they? I mean, Don't tell
1: me
0: you I mean, still go in shower with slippers, bro. Nah, nah, I ain't doing you, bro. I ain't doing that one. I ain't doing, that's Dice right there. Dice still wear the sandals. Dice is still, you know, dealing with his, uh, he's still adjusting, guys. He gonna tell you in a second, but me, you know, I'm, re- I'm real, I'm real clean. I'm, a, I tell you, I, I'm, I'm clean. I might keep the sheets in the bed for t- a day or two days and, OCD Yeah I change them I I try to You know I clean I'm I'm just a clean freak I make sure that Everything is clean I don't know I just got those Kind of habits From from being in, in the cell And keeping this shit Clean all the time And telling my My roommate My celly When I did have one You know my man Make sure that That sink is on Spotless clean Like nobody ever used it You know so So that's just Kind of the shit That I carry on With me to today You know what I'm saying Like on some You know Uh I get I get creepy with the you know with the germs and all that you know I'm funny style about certain yeah, shit. Yeah.
1: Nah, especially with what's going on now, shit, you definitely gotta be super creepy now. So you know?
0: so that and then my third kite.
1: Oh, my, hold up before you get to the third kite. Before you get to the third kite, talk we, to me. Let, let me break down to people what it is that a kite is. You break, know it what down. Down. break it down. Break it down. What a kite is for guys like us. A kite uh, a kite to us is the postal service. We write a letter right to each other. And we send it out either in with a porter or we put it on, on a string and we throw it down the, the hall and the brother that we're trying to get it to, he gets it. That's what a kite is. You know what I'm saying? Communication. You no? Know? All means of communication. That's all a kite is. So with that That's being said... Up, so, with, so, so, with,
0: number three. So, so with that being said, the third kite I got, um, they're asking me the whole, how I feel about the whole 6 9 um situation and how he's getting at the OGs and how he's out there, you know Promoting, you know, uh, rat And all that kind of stuff So we're going to build on that And we're going to get to Dude, that You ain't going
1: to build on that now, right?
0: Hell no, we're going to build, that. We're oh, gonna man, build man. on that And get back to that Because right now we're on Positive Vibe So we're going to get back to that At the end of my show You know what I'm saying? So y'all yes, stay man. tuned You already know, it's your boy Pistol, man Dog in the yard Let's get right to that Mano shit That shit is on fire Fuego Hey man, I want to just take the time out To thank my guys up there Jake and Ben, for doing an amazing job with this pen. This is that Dome CBD pen. These guys take their time doing this pen. It tastes great. they do them three different flavors, berry, mint, and mango. My favorite is berry, just to let you know, guys. You know, I know a lot of people out there dealing with pain, you know, dealing with anxiety, the way I deal with anxiety. And I'm telling you guys, it works for me. If you want to place your order today, you're more than welcome. You just hit up DomeCBD.co. Punch in the coat, dog in the yard, and you get your 15% off early. So for those people that's out there, that's going through it right now, and is stressed out in the house, that don't smoke marijuana, trust me, my brothers, this CBD pimp does it all, man. Place your order today, man. It's your boy, Pistol Pete, dog in the yard. You already know. Uh, you already know what it is Your boy Pistol We got my motherfucking boy from Brooklyn Mano in yeah. the motherfucking yeah. room yeah. What up yeah. Mano, how you man? How you feeling legend? I feel good my brother man I'm blessed Good to see man. you man Likewise you man You looking good man you Thank got you. All, I appreciate you know,
2: it I mean you know Nothing pony skin I mean, on me I see you it. already know I'm trying to yeah. survive
0: You know That's the only thing we could do That's all we could do man We don't know no other way Believe that man We gonna win Absolutely Believe that Yeah Absolutely So yeah. listen man I wanna just Vibe with you about your whole experience as far as, you know, where you from a little bit and, yeah. you know, your situation as far as going to jail and uh-huh. how was that? How was the, tra- the transition of being free man and going to jail? You know, obviously right. you probably went to Rikers Island because yeah. you're from New York City yeah. and all that. You experienced a little bit about that and what you went through and how was how was that, you know, and all that. But let's start over with, you know, where you from and all that.
2: Brooklyn, baby. Best I. Believe that. You know, and um, before I ever got to Rikers Island, I, I had to graduate, you know. You know, Sparfit, hmm. Beach House, D.F.Y. Damn, all that. man, you know I was, that? y'all yeah. was in all that shit. Exactly, I know. Yeah. That's why we sit here. <laughs> what the fuck Exactly. I mean, <laughs> what <the laughs> fuck
1: happened to us, right? What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> <laughs> this
2: nigga said Beach House. Yeah, everything. Miss Q, Mrs. Q. Yeah, all there. that. Yeah, the old over here and B1 and B2. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right, you so going yeah. through the, you know, when you, when you, when you, when you, in it. back then, it was like, when you was a young kid. You know, between the ages of 12 and, like, 15, 16, you was in the street. This was some of the stuff that you was faced with. Mm-hmm. And we was going in and out of there, you know, getting locked up, coming back home, going to family court, shit like that. <laughs> and um, you know how it is, man. You graduate, mm-hmm. man. Crimes start to get a little bit more intricate. You're trying to get money. You're trying to chase money, trying to take money. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, you're on Rikers Island. Okay. Four billings, C-74. So, so... What year you went to jail? Um, ninety one. And um for what? Um drug related kidnapping. Okay,
0: and you went straight to Raggers Island. Mm-hmm. How how was the process? I mean, you went to Raggers Island, just,
2: just straight to Raggers Island? Yeah. Straight to straight to Raggers Island. Okay, and how was that? I had been there before. Okay. So I, I was I had been there maybe twice. Okay. But not long, like a couple days. Mm. This was the first time I was there for something that I knew I didn't have a bell. So I knew where we were staying. Yeah,
0: you know you was there as
2: a state. Yeah, yeah. And how was that? What, what building was that? Full building, C seventy four. I How old you was? I was sixteen. Sixteen mm-hmm. years old. Mm-hmm. Damn, sixteen years old a mm-hmm. full building. Mm-hmm. So how was that? It was a. Uh, it was it was something that I expected. Meaning, when you, you kind of almost grow up knowing you you gonna go to jail.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You kind of grow up knowing that you gonna be in prison at some point because you you living that certain type of life. Mm. You in and out of shit, you getting into shit, and then you, you know, the old niggas is like t- coming home telling you how the four was. It's like, yeah, I was in four main, I was in four upper. And, mm. and then you hearing these stories, you kind of expecting to be in prison. Everybody I knew that was cool was in jail. True. So I was, I didn't want to be there, but I was eager to, to get through it. Like, all right, I'm here, I'm gonna represent I'ma hold it down and it's gonna be what it's gonna be. We're gonna make the best out out of it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because the block is watching, the hood watching, you know what I mean? And you know we outside making names for ourselves. And one of the one of the worst names that you want back in the hood is that you was on the island scared or using the island, getting shit took from you. You was you was a sucker in jail or whatever. That shit get back to the hood. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I was I, I felt like I was eager to to show niggas that I was like that. Okay, so at any given point, you never was afraid, you know. Even when you're yeah, you sixteen got, years old, yeah, you got you know. hell, yeah, you got, you have those butterflies, bro. Yeah. I don't care who you is. Of course, hell, hell yeah. yeah. I'm not gonna sit up there and tell you I ain't had those butterflies. Hell yeah, you like, you you want to go back from court, you know, you on that go back, mm-hmm. and you going to the island intake. You get there, that smell, those bars. The receiving room,
3: mm-hmm.
2: you understand? You like, shh. you know what it is. But I knew in my heart that I was gonna, I was, I was always gonna represent and, and defend myself and and try to be the best that I could be. You know what I mean? Because that's all I knew. I was, fuck it. We just gonna have to adapt to where we at. You know what I mean? What niggas doing in here? Raises, All right, fuck it. We gonna adapt to that. Right, you know, it's it's it is what it is. You so know? you adapt. As soon
0: as you got there, you know, within, yeah, with from the mother too. You was in, it was in motion.
2: I, I, yeah, I adapt. I adapted because I felt like I ain't have no other choice. I was popular where I came from, and then me being in me being in prison was like, man, I don't want the bad name on me. I don't want niggas in the hood talking about man he was up there like, oh, he was a punk and this and that, that ain't gonna happen. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we committed. We fully we fully committed to the street. We fully committed to who we are. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So even at these young ages, we we men. True. You know what I'm saying? We already men. We already done been through systems already. Right. Right? We already been upstate in DFY. We done been through mm-hmm. Spaffit and fighting over our snacks and seats and shit like that. Absolutely. So we 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 already kind of adjusted to this type of lifestyle and we already know subconsciously that this comes with it. Right. You know so we young niggas trying to make our bones every way. This is part of it because when the old niggas is talking to us, it was the old nigga used to tell me all the time boy you going to jail. You know you going to jail. Mm. You going you going to jail. Mm. And when you go to jail boy, you better be have that same energy that you got out here like yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you cuz you going. Mm-hmm. It ain't a doubt on my mind. You going. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you hear all these stories about how Rikers Island is, especially the four-building. Right. You know? Um, so I was just like, we're gonna adapt. How long you was in the four-building for? A year. And out of that year, I was in the I was in the Bing for nine months. So for what? For all type of shit. I was a predicate. I was one of the first predicates when they started at 92. They changed my classification from regular, uh, Regular, uh, what they call it, general, general, uh, general classifications yeah. predicate classification. Yeah. It was me and two other dudes. We was in one main being. My man Uptown, uh, Damon Greeny, just came home a couple years ago, and a friend of mine named Op got killed. Um, we was the only three predicates in the whole building. So, so from that point on, we was, we was, uh, we was everywhere we went. From the, we never was coming back in population ever, ever again. No, I know that because so, right, I was sort of So, so from that point on, it was like everywhere you go, handcuff, visit, bubble, escort, escort everything. Mm-hmm. So you know the predicates wind up turning into, to, to, to red IDs, the mittens. It, 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 it elevated years later on. You know what I mean? But right. it started off with just handcuffs. Right. So you was on Ragazana for a year. Yeah, and then from there, where you went? I went to. Um, I went upstate to, uh, I had a 5 to 15. Okay. And I went to, uh, the first place that I went to, I didn't. I went to Downstate, and then I was in Downstate for like two weeks, and then I went to uh, Elmira Population. How was that, Downstate? How was your, you know, your whole experience there? Nigga, I had a nigga, listen man, I had a nigga telling me stories in the bing about how niggas be getting raped. Oh. I was like, what the fuck? Ain't nobody <laughs> raping me, nigga. Are you crazy? No.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Are you fucking nuts? So this is another, so now we we know we already in prison. It's, so now we talked about those those butterflies. Yeah. Right? So mm-hmm. we already in prison. So you know you're going to the states. Mm-hmm. But you you know who you are on the inside, but you still got those butterflies that we was talking course. about earlier. Yeah. So I still, even though I'm like, man, going upstate. The day they the day they they took me at the downstate, I'm like, shh. You know, in my mind, I'm saying I'm going to represent because I came prepared, stuffed the, the, the burner. I, I bought it with me, stuffed it. So, I'm, you know, I came so where, upstate ready. Where you know how to do that? Who? On a, on a, in the four building. Okay, so you... We was doing that in the four building. So somebody just told uh, you... You adapting. You adapting to your environment. How we doing this? Boom, we breaking down razors, making them shit look like hatches. All types of shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Getting the, um, getting the tissue... The, the little plastic And boofing Okay Right So I come upstate Already
0: for, no, Doesn't mm-hmm. cut you with who As far as bo- boofing mm-hmm. Just for the people That I don't
2: know For the U is, You know for the U the for- Boofing is when you When you When you're taking Contraband Whether it be Weapons Or Drugs Whatever it is That you mm-hmm. That you That you need or want And you bas- basically Stuff it up your ass Okay Basically for the, for, the, for the people that don't understand And this is a part of survival I, don't, I ain't ashamed of none of that Like, Close. I took my razor
3: mm-hmm.
2: Wrapped that bitch up and Stuffed it in my ass And got on the motherfucking bus and went upstate To go do my time When I got there I shitted my shit out And was ready for whatever Okay, so you, you ended up at Elmira. The Elmira population. And when I got there, I couldn't believe what the fuck type of message they were sending me. Soon as we pull up, it's, first of all, the shit looks like a castle. Mm-hmm. It's like an old-ass castle. And then they got these fucking two men. Two men in the front. What type of messages? I'm I'm like 18 years old, 17 years old. They got, a, they got two men out there. One is standing up. The other one is leaning, leaning down. down. They both butt-ass naked. naked. What type of mess? I'm like, whoa. Whoa. What's going on? I don't understand what type of message they sending young niggas. I'm like,
3: Mm.
2: all you know is what you heard. Right. But then if you you got heart, it's in you, it's in you. If it's not, then it's not. It will be revealed. Right. So, you know, I came in there and it was just like, man. It was now because now I went from being around predominantly young niggas, my age group, to now grown ass men. Mm. This is like grown men shit. Like... Man Of course All this shit scary I don't give a fuck Who you are Like Those butterflies When you get to the jail And you're looking around You want to know who who And you want to feel like What's what And you know what I'm saying And I had a I, I was pretty popular I had a name that people knew Um I uh I was there for two months And I I fell out with a nigga That I was cool with Mm a nigga that I was I was cool with me me and homie was cool on the an island and we wound up having a fallout over some bullshit and I had cut him and I wound up getting two years in the box. So from 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 Cassaki, you went to the box. Yeah, I went to Southport. Okay. So I was so let's say I was in Elmira for about a month. Okay, not even maybe maybe some weeks. I can't remember. Right, it's huh. been a minute now. And I was in Kasaki for two months and then I wound up. Catching two years in the box in Southport. Okay. Before, So I hadn't been up north more than 90 days. And you were already in Southport? M- and I came from the Bing. Yeah. Mind you, I come from the Bing. Yeah, yeah. Now you're in the box of state. Now, right. Now I'm in the box of state. Now they talking about, here, take two, to, two years. So you get two years for cutting yeah. for a sort. Yeah. And, and the two years, how was that? Going. You I, know, you was know what was crazy? I was like, man, like, that really stressed me out. Like cause now I was faced with some shit I ain't never even was faced with before because, you know, the island, you know, we caught assaults and cuttings down there, but it was two years, nigga? Two it's years. This is a whole bit. is a whole bit. I ain't even been in, At this point, I'm like, I haven't even been in prison that long. Mm-hmm. Two years. You gonna give me more time than I than I've been in? In a in one cell? So I had a pill there. Safe to say you started off wrong. Started wrong. Started wrong. Started <laughs> wrong. You was... Started off wrong. <laughs> what the fuck? You fucking asshole. You started off you wrong. wrong. <laughs> You're the assholes. Yo, the... You started off wrong. So, so, done. so then you there. You got two right. years and you in Southport. I got two years. I'm in Southport. And I'm faced with Southport, and Southport is a whole nother a whole another animal. Anybody that been there know the experience of being in the whole jail. The whole prison is just a box. Right. The whole jail is a box. Everybody there is a, is in a box except for they, except for the people that work there. They got Cadre, so they got like one block that actually works in the jail. Okay. But, but other than that, it's straight 23 hours a day. You locked in, and when you come out, you come out to a cage, a one man cage. Mm. But what happened with me? When I got that two years, I had somebody told me that I could appeal it, so I did an appeal, and then Albany, uh, they 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 gave me a time cut. Okay. They gave me a time cut, so they they cut the two years down to nine months. Okay. So I wound up doing the nine months and getting out. Cool. So I so I got around the two years. Right. Which I don't even know how I did that, and I just wrote some shit. Like yo, you know, this is what it is, and I guess they they felt like it was ex- too too extensive. I was young, and they gave me nine months, and I did the nine months, right? And I and I um and I went to Clinton. Okay. Clinton Danmore. Mm 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 mm. We wasn't off the bus yet, Cracker. Like, listen, I'll tell you motherfuckers one thing right now: we don't give a fuck. What you do to each other Y'all could kill each other in here But if you fuck with one of our officers, We gonna murder you
3: mm. I'm
2: like oh god Shit Oh god You're 17, 18 years
0: old at this yeah, point I'm,
2: 18, I'm somewhere around that right I'm like oh god Like what this is like this. This is some shit. I, I would now we further upstate. We in we in Dannemora, And this is a, this is a jail that you heard that had had bodies under the gym that they had found bodies before. Right. in there, like you hear these stories of these grown man jails, and you're like, God damn, fuck going on, man. Like where right. am I at? And you feel almost lost, but you 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 still caught up in the life though, because it's like, man, whatever. Like I'm here. Right. You know, but I remember that feeling of getting off that bus and and, and looking at those people like, man, fuck going on in my life, man. These mm-hmm. niggas talking about killing a nigga. And they talking to you greasy, they talk to you damn. Look at the fucking wall. Look you, look at the fucking wall. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Shh But during that during that time is when I started rapping though. Oh,
0: okay. So you started while you was in your
2: cell. You so that like- during that year is when I start rapping. Wow. I had never rapped in my life,
0: and I don't know where you said. Yeah,
2: never rapped ever.
0: Crazy.
2: Ever, I start rapping.
0: And how was that? I mean, because you, you was bored, you was stressed, you was you know back in the box for a year. You had nine months,
2: and you caught an additional three months, bro. It was a Friday night, and, and 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 homies is on the gate rapping. Just you know how niggas be on the gate just rapping, banging on the gate rapping and I was just listening. It was a Friday fucking night and I was like, damn this shit hard, oh, that shit nice. And I said to myself, I'm gonna get up in the morning and write me a rhyme. Saturday morning, I got up and wrote me a rhyme. Your first rhyme? My first rhyme, and it was some painful shit about being in jail, stressed out oh, What year life. was this? This had to be, uh, 94, okay. I write me my first rhyme. And I'm like, oh, this is all right, I could, I, this is okay. It felt good to do because it took so much of my day. Mm. So it started out as a hobby to, to do it in the box. I'm writing rhymes while I'm in the box because it's, if I start in the morning, by the time I finish, it's gonna be nighttime and it's, it's like really passing my time. Right, you are passing your time to do that? Passing my time,
0: mm-hmm.
2: something to do. Passing my time because I, I had, I had, I had, I had grew to love to read. Right, so I started reading books and stuff like that, and that was a, that was a real good thing for me. I had found so many different, different, you know, pieces of knowledge in so many different places. So I'm growing. I'm a teenager, right, and I'm trying to find myself. Mm-hmm. And the rapping was just like, oh. This is good. I could do this too and read. And it just felt good, bro. But I never I never thought. I would I would be saying to myself, man, what if I go home and just just try to try to rap? Mm-hmm. And that shit, that thought, looking through those bars, that thought just felt so far-fetched. Mm. Because one thing about prison, you at the bottom of the totem pole right. of, of society's Totem pole. Mm-hmm. But when you in SHU Special Housing, you in you you in the jail in the jail. You in jail. You really in jail. You were really in jail. True. So I was like, man, this is cool. So I kept doing it, man. And I, I got out in a year. I got out in a year and I went to um uh, I went to El, I went back to Elmira. Yep, I went back to Elmira. And uh I was in Elmira for a while, so I wanted to chill. I, at that point, I wanted, I wanted, I'm, I'm growing up. Mm-hmm. I'm maybe in my, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm like wanting to grow up a little bit, but still caught up a little bit. I'm selling drugs.
0: Okay.
2: I got somebody bringing me some stuff. I got a girl bringing me some, some weed and shit. Mm-hmm. So I got it. You know, them pink disbursements is going out, and um, I wind up catching another situation. Meaning what? In trouble again? Yeah, I got in trouble again. Did you cuss about it? Yeah. So you, oh, so then what That's It's a fact. It was a a Muslim dude that gave me a fake disbursement form. Now, disbursement form is, for people that don't know, if you want to, you got money in your account, you fill out that disbursement form and you send money home
3: Mm.
2: or whatever. So, you know, I don't want to give up everything, but I was basically selling drugs. I I had some weed and... He gave me some fake... Some, a fake form. Mm. Like, basically trying to, like... Like, he sent the money home. Right. Like, he basically trying to, like... Dead me. Mm. So we... We got into it. Um, I didn't really want to do nothing to... I didn't really want to do shit because... Just to be honest, because I wanted to chill, but he forced my hand. And I wound up... I wound up scratching him and getting... I only got six months key block for that. Mm. I got six months long-term key block and eye block for that. I was in eye block already, so I just went downstairs and it was, I did my whole six months in the, in my block with all my stuff, so. In your cell? In my, in, yeah, but it was, I had to move my cell, but I had to move to long-term key block. Okay. So, you know, key block is it's like when they, they give you like, you know, 14 days key block, you do it in your cell, but when you go long-term, you got to, leave and go to where they got long term keep lock at. They had long term keep lock and I block, so it was cool. It was it was a smooth little bit. I did that. Um, you know, still still doing what I gotta do, but I'm at this point I'm I'm getting close to going to the parole board. I'm like, man, I could go home and you know, I could, I could possibly go home. I I get out, go to the parole board, no I probably went to parole board as soon as I got off of keep lock so
0: you went back to Amara, and by then you already had how
2: much time you did ten years yeah I did ten okay so when you went back to my by then it was like ten years nah my first board was five I had five to fifteen I could have been on in five years bro. so you went to the parole board what happened they they just looked at me like I was crazy like the fuck come on like mm. you stupid the fuck like you I know you ain't you don't even think about don't even think about nothing mm. I you just get off and of keep like this is you got all these incidents like I've never been in one prison for long for, for two years I've never been in no jail for two years no jail mm. long longest I've been in one prison was like 19 months okay that's it so I was like on tour yeah upstate and they gave me but you know what's so crazy they gave me 18 months I couldn't believe it I got 18 fucking months. Mm. I said oh shit You didn't get to 24 No I got 18 months bro mm. And then you know Something snapped in my head It said yo Chill out Because you you, I only had a medium bid To yeah. begin with Should have been home I could have been home I only had a I only had a 5 to 15 With one year in So I only had four years To the board But by the time I got to the board I came with all this Box time Mm -hmm. All this shit So it's like All these assaults and shit All these assaults Like so what the fuck Is you doing All these tickets
0: and shit Right What the
2: fuck is this Right Mm -hmm. But they gave me one year No they gave me 18 months They gave me 18 months I said whoa I'm gonna go home My next board I chills out I said I'm falling back Right I'm falling back You know how it is You wanna start falling back now Mm Hmm. You, 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 you want to start falling back down. You mean the armory, yo, what y'all doing? I'm out of here. I'm gone. Like, I'm telling. Yeah, hell yeah. I'm trying to go home right now, right? I get, yeah, I'm eligible to go to my medium. First medium, I put in for it. Cool. They called me to go to a medium. Felt like you was going home. It felt like going home, nigga. Like, why you going to a medium? That's the closest <laughs> thing to going home. Is like, because yeah. you got a new freedom. I went to Augensburg. It was okay. further up, but it was cool because they had microwaves and late night and all this other shit and right. showers all day. Mm. You know how Max is, he showers three times a week. It's like, yo, yeah. we could shower all day, like we could go to the yard, yard all day. Mm. So I'm like, man, I'm chilling, boy. I'm I'm cooling, And I basically chilled there. And in the meantime, I'm I'm rapping, you know, I'm I'm writing rhymes and so shit like that. You still rapping as Yeah, time. I start rapping and building confidence. In that, I'm I'm starting to want wanting to go home and be an artist, you know, and I kind of was I, you know, I got into small shit there, like you know, nothing major, okay, you know, smack the nigga here or whatever, you know, light shit, not nothing, nothing, nothing crazy. Now, where well, you have
0: to go back to the box for a couple of years?
2: Right, right, not like you know, like not like Elmira, because because I I forgot to tell, he forced my hand because he stole on me. Right, right. So we passed, he, he punched me in my shit. But um, I got into small things But Nothing Nothing major I got minor tickets Direct order Bullshit You know what I mean Standing in wrong line Like whatever Um, And then I went back To the board And I'm like Expecting to go home These motherfuckers Give me two years so so from 18 months they went back and gave you two years. It didn't make no sense. Uh-huh. And I'm I i can not that, that 18 months was basically cool. This is the first time I chilled out in the whole time I've been in in prison. Yeah. So you really thinking, yeah, I'm gone. This Yo, t- that crushed me so hard. Because mm-hmm. I had dreams of going home being a rapper, big because I was like, yo, my, my homies outside, they fucking with big. I'm getting the pictures. I'm All on right. compounds with pictures of big that's not in the magazine. I'm like, what, well, look, nigga, we, we 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 lit, like we gonna do it. Yeah, we ready. I'm calling home. I'm feeling like niggas is talking, yo, Kim right over here, yo. I'm like, oh shit, I'm I'm living through the homies and, and I'm feeling good, and I get, I get, I get two years, bro, and then I'm just like, damn, that's that's fucked up. Mm. And that crushed me though. That I really had like a breakdown. That's what I'm saying. That shit, that shit. That breakdown Hell yeah. pride, boy, like a baby, son. I ain't even gonna hold you up. Mm. I ain't gonna sit up here and tell you these tough stories without giving you the real, man. I cry like a baby, like I, I man. I, I probably stayed in my bunk in my cube for two, three days straight. I, I was depressed. <sighs> Niggas just hold your head, bro. You know, everything happened for a reason. You don't want to hear that because it's like, man... It's cool, but they ain't cool. (sighs) It's cool, right? But they ain't cool. Like, these crackers ain't never gonna let me go. You start to feel like you ain't never gonna go home. Mm -hmm. You start to, to, like, was I born in here? Like, do I supposed to be here? Mm -hmm. You know? And it starts to play with your mind. Start Start questioning questioning Yeah, like, what the fuck? Like, I'm watching niggas go home, fuck up their chances, coming right back. I'm like, yo, damn, I got a plan. Mm -hmm. And... I wound up getting kicked out of that jail for nothing. Like, I, that's the first time that even happened to me. Like, they ass-segged me just off my presence. Mm. And that was, that, was, that was interesting because shit didn't even have nothing to do with me. Like, you know, one of my little mans got into something, and I guess they felt like I was going to be with it or I was going to get involved in it and then niggas just dropped slips on me and just packed me up and just sent me to the box. Like... So how you felt? You like damn, I got here with two years and right. now you're in a fucking box. I got a fresh two years.
0: And you didn't years, do shit.
2: And now I'm in a box and I ain't do shit. So you must have felt... I didn't do nothing. Horrible at that point. You telling me and you writing reports telling me my presence is 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 a threat to... to My presence is a, is a threat to, to general population of a prison? Who the fuck... Bitch, I weigh 170 pounds. Hmm. The fuck is you talking about? Because these niggas is like, what type of shit is that? See, like, prison is like, either you you gonna be the a man or you gonna you you gonna find ways to be a fuck nigga, like dropping slips and all this gay shit. Like, why, why? So
0: you could understand You was wow. fucked up over I'm in myself
2: shit. Mad as a motherfucker I'm oh. mad bro I'm... Because it's one thing To do something And then go to, 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 the, to, the, to mm-hmm. the box It's another thing When a white man Telling you you can't be there Just because of who you are mm. So What y'all gonna do with me then Because they give you A hearing for this It's administrative segregation You segregate And you put me In a box For no reason And then you giving me A hearing Really for no reason Because you know What you are gonna do with me What's up, man? What you going to do with me? You got to get transferred. What? Oh, man. Where I'm going? So now I think I'm... You going to send me back to a max? No, we're going to send you to a medium. Okay, okay, cool. Because I'm chilling. I go to a medium. And, um... I go to Watertown. That was an interesting jail. It was really gloomy. Mm. I go there. It was, like, really, like... At the bottom of the world felt like... It was like what Dirty and stuff too It just felt like Lonely and shit Yeah it just it just felt like They didn't have Cause I was in August burn And it felt great Had a lot of stuff there Had a lot of shit going on there Had a lot of things there You know
0: mm-hmm.
2: One thing that was cool About this jail That it had 24 hour late night So on Friday You could stay up To Saturday In the oh. day room Okay Basically and, and sat from, from, You could stay up From Friday to Sunday Late night mm. And um, that was cool you know, we watch videos and shit like that all the time. And you know, I was writing my rhymes and I was listening to DMX and you know the Locks and the Big Pun and every you know everything that was coming out during that during that time. You know, Cameron and you know it was it, it was like man, the music really helped because it's like you start to live through that. You watching the videos, you watching BT, you watching Rap City, and you watching what niggas is wearing and you know Cam and mace is running from the fucking police and. He's got red leathers on And mm-hmm. uh, Lamborghini it's I mean, like Movies Right So it was You looking at that And you and you being inspired And you were just like Man I wanna go home So I I was basically Chilling in there I got into You know Bullshit You know Fight here and there I had a, You know You gonna get into shit You know right. what I mean It right. comes with the territory Like Minor shit though I, I look at a fight as minor If it ain't no blood shit It ain't nothing you Yeah know? of course you know, you, I still on the nigga. He still on me or whatever. We fight. We, you know, it ain't no big deal, nigga. We've been fighting all our lives, whatever. But I got caught with something in there, and wound up going back to the. <laughs> what uh, <get> the... again? <laughs> so you went back to the bar? After yeah, the I got the caught. They came. Somebody, somebody told on me. I had a, uh, I had like a rug cutter. Okay In my queue And while I wasn't there They found it And then they came and got me And put me in a box So now I'm back in a box again You know what I'm saying You stressed out hell? again With the same yeah. bullshit Yeah I'm back in a box of fucking again, And I um. You got transferred? transfer Yup they, they sent me to the S blocks Now they got the new box I done been in everything They got built mm. Everything that they got built To punish you I have been in Okay. Like I hear these stories with these rappers that say they've been in jails and all that, and they've been in prison and all that, but they pretty much was chilling.
0: Yeah. They,
2: I don't think that they went through some of the, the 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 pain and the issues that I went through. And when people hear this, they never heard me tell these stories. Mm. I've, it's not it's not one interview that you can find that I've ever told these stories. And this is not to glorify, but this is all actual fact. Right. You know what I mean? It is what it is. Yeah. Um. I go back to the box. They give me six months SHU And I got What's a SHU? Spe- SHU, Special Housing Unit That's the box 23 hours a day So now At this point They got this new high tech box Called S Block S Block is a two man cell mm. Two man box So now you locked in Southport You in this box by yourself okay. Now Now you in there with a nigga Mm-mm-mm. Bunk best And guess what? The shower and the yard is in the cell. Everything is all there? Everything is in the cell. What? The shower is inside the cell. The yard is like a... You know how you got an apartment and then you got a terrace? Mm-hmm. That's the yard. Okay. It's a door that opens to a terrace. So anytime and you want, you can go to the terrace? No, only in the mornings. On the yard, same thing like a boss. You going to the yard? They actually going to the yard? Yeah, I'm going to the yard. It's fucking... Ten below, but fuck it, I'm going out. Right. Hmm? Yeah. Cause this nigga stink.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Right? This yeah. fucking nigga on top bunk stink. Yes, I'm going to the I'm going to the fucking you, yard. You tired of your room, cellular. No, we was cool. He, he only he only pissed me off when he used to chew. So yo, bro, you gotta chew with your mouth open. Like he always smacking. This is the only issue I had with him. Mm. Yeah. That shit used to drive me crazy. I had to, yo, my nigga, the, Fuck, boy, you chewing with your mouth open. Do you have to do that? Oh no, pardon me, my bad, my bad. But we was cool. It was no, it, it was only six months. So I get out, I get out. But then I go back, I go back to um uh, to a max. I go to Comstock. Okay. I go to Comstock. Now, now, you, now mind you, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't been in prison for years. Now I didn't had issues with niggas. I didn't have fallouts. I didn't took chains did shit to niggas and robbed niggas and cut niggas and been involved with, and, and listen, and, and let me just throw this out there. By no means was I the toughest nigga in, 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 in the in New York State prison system, the, the scariest nigga, the, the, the biggest nigga, none of that. I was one of many that, that was with it. You had a lot of young niggas that was with it. A lot of niggas that I felt was monsters Mm. Monsters. When you say monster, what you mean by that? Bandits, my nigga. Shooting. Shooting. Box time, two, three years in the boss get out, shooting. Mm. Bandits. I knew I knew bandits. Legends. You know? So this is not to glorify anything about me, but yeah, I went back to the boss, got out, and went to Comstock. I got the Comstock. I was on quarantine for three, two, three days, or however they do that. I didn't last in that jail one day. Mm. my first day out I got cut. Mhm- mm. my first day out so remember the brother that I talked about at Kasaki, right we fell out, I cut him. he was there now. He was he was a nigga that was I was cool with me. So during the times that we been that we was uh doing my bid, I had ran into him in Southport. We had talked. Right. And we had talked about putting that behind us and things like that. And he ran a, and I will say, bro, one thing I learned about about life and about war is to never overestimate yourself and underestimate your enemy. Mm-hmm. Never. Vanity and ego. Right. Is a is a is something that you need to lose when you're dealing with men because if your ego tells you, man, this nigga don't want it with me, he ain't gonna do nothing. Bruh, you at a disadvantage. And that's the disadvantage that he put me in. He rocked me to sleep so well. Mm. I was his baby. Like he rocked me. Bro, come on, that shit ain't nothing, man. <laughs> Rock me. And I went to the barbershop. I went to the barbershop in Comstock and he came in there and while I was getting my hair my cut, he cut me in my face. Mm. And I was just like, oh shit, you know, I jumped up, we started fighting and shit like that. This is oh, where? This is Com- This is Comstock. Comstock. hmm So y'all in there rumbling? Yeah, yeah we rumbling. hmm We rumbling because, I mean, I'm not going to sit there and just be holding my face, nigga. Like, we, I, I give it, give it back, get it, like, you understand? Yeah. Like, I I didn't know no other way. So, you know, he uh he got he he he, he got his shit off.
0: Hmm.
2: He got his shit off. And it but was he
0: snuck, but he, but he
2: but it's okay because how many niggas I didn't snuck. So I respect the game. Okay. And I respected it because it's a part of the lifestyle that we live. It is, we got beef. I respect him though, and he respects me. My enemies respect me. So hmm. I accepted that. I accepted it for, for what it was. Look, he cut me in my face, he so, got me good. So then what happened? I mean, I, they, they, they came and sold me the fuck up and put me in IPC. Okay. Cause you know, you when anytime you get you get knifed or you get cut, you go to what is called IPC, Involuntary Protective Custody. Okay. You have no rights that is a part of the, the journey. Okay. Right. So as many as many times as I didn't send niggas to to the infirmary, as many times as I didn't send niggas to, you know, IPC.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: It was my turn, and I I took my shit with a smile. I went on a visit the next day with the stitches in my face and sent the visit sent the, sent the picture home with the stitches in my face. We'll find that picture one day. Somebody out here got that picture of me with stitches in my face on a visit. On a visit. Yup. But you wasn't... Were you upset about it? Was you, I mean, how was your feelings? I was towards, upset at myself. Yeah, yeah, like how you felt. You know what for, I'm saying? Like for, shit. Not for him doing what he had to do. Right. But for me allowing myself to be... To overestimate myself and underestimate him and allow myself to be put in his hands because he could have killed me. Mm-hmm. He had my, he, he was standing behind me while I'm, getting my, while I'm getting shaped the fuck up. He could do whatever. Coulda got you in your neck, and that, and it coulda been a scissors in my neck, knife, anything. Mm-hmm. So, the the cut on my face was 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 the end result of of bad thinking on my part. So I took that as a lesson learned. Right. You know, I was I was upset with myself. Mm. I know better. You didn't been through too many things in this in this time that you've been spending in prison. You didn't been through all types of shit. You wait till now. To let a nigga get you back, but it comes with the territory, and I and I understood it. I understood it. I wasn't mad at him for that. I wasn't um, you know what they called me now. Who did it? I don't. I don't know who did it. And then they were so mad at me because they knew that we had pro- they, they didn't realize. See, once you once you get into something with somebody, you, y'all supposed to never end up in the same jail again. Okay. But they fucked up, uh. and we did. And they would bring me down to try to get a statement from me. And I'm like, man, I don't know him. And then one day they brought me down and was like, oh, you say you don't know him, but you here's an incident report where it says you cut him. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? So, you know, it, it is what it is. So then, you know, I had to spend, they give you keep lock time too. And you get cut? Yeah, for fighting. Oh, so you, at the top of you getting cut, you got punished. Yeah. So I'm in IPC with with more pussy niggas than live niggas. Okay. You know? In the yard with some niggas. A lot of these niggas in San mm. I was there for maybe, um, I don't know, two, three weeks. Because I had 30 days. Cause, and I got transferred to Auburn. Okay. I got to Auburn... And I still had keep lock time. So I still was on keep lock when I got to Auburn. Maybe about maybe I had maybe like a week left. Okay. You know. I got to Auburn and Auburn was Auburn was cool. I liked it. I mean, as far as prisons. It was more comfortable for you, meaning? Yeah, it was cool. I knew a lot of people and 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 you know, a lot of the homies was there. And at this point I'm, you know, I, I'm coming out with a fresh cut and it was cool, you know, I got into small shit. Nothing major. I always got into small things. You know right, what I mean. At right. least.
0: You know what I mean. A little but fight here and
2: there. Should I? Yeah, a little. You know, on a nigga, Smack a nigga, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like little small shit. But nothing major to get me to. Uh, you know, like a like more box time. Right. But what was interesting about that is this. Remember, I told you I had did I had got two years. Mhm. In the, in the, uh from, from the pro board, I had appealed it, and then I did an article seventy eight. And then Article Seventy Eight reversed it. So when I got when I got cut, I didn't have no I didn't have no no time. Meaning, they reversed my uh, they reversed my two years. So now I was in jail with no time. I had to go to the next available Barbara. board. When I got to Auburn, I had to go to the board right away. Wow. Okay. I had to go to the board right away. I got there thinking I was gonna go home. They gave me two years again what Uh, uh, so you like what the fuck so you in your feelings again yeah man it was rough and I was in there and then I kind of chilled in Auburn you know besides you know minor minor little scrapes and then I went to um, I chilled out and I went to Cayuga was that a um, medium it was a medium okay I got to Cayuga by the time I got to Cayuga I probably had like 18, 19 months left and um to CR to do ten, cause your CR date on the five to fifteen is ten. Okay. I had lost a little good time, but it was it was cool, you know. Um, and I I wound up chilling, you know, and in in getting my CR. So so 10 you years. Ba-
0: so you basically did your CR mm-hmm. and you was forced to be to to go home. Yeah, they
2: can't do nothing. And then they gotta let you go. So you so what year you came home? I originally came home 2001, September, originally. I came home twice. How was was your emotions? How was that feeling? It was the greatest thing of all, bro. It was the greatest feeling of... It was the greatest feeling of... Well, you thought that you would never see that again? My homies came and picked me up. They picked me up in the Benz, and it was just so... It was just, just... It's just redemption. Like, that feeling of going home after so many years is just... You got to—I can't even associate that with no other feeling. Like, no other feeling feels like that. Not even when you get a lot of money. Mm. Not even when you get a record deal or a new deal. It still don't feel like that feeling of getting your freedom back and being brand new and just looking at things and seeing things and like, Shh, damn, I just came home. Like, damn. felt good. I felt, and you had your family there for you? They embraced yeah, my you? brother. my brother was— my homies, they was in position, and at this point, I was like, "Yo, we doing music." You know, as soon as I came home, we was, we like, we were trying to get in this. That was your goal. That was That's my it. goal, but I was only home for five months and wound up catching a violation. What mm. <laughs> for what? Going to see my going to see my bro. Want to go see my co-defendant. Code want to go visit him. I want to go visit him upstate. Mm-hmm. I went. I went to visit him on a Monday, on a Sunday, Tuesday. I went to the probe. To so my parole officer, and he violated me, and they gave me a year. Mm. And you talking about depressed? You talk, and then when I'm, <sighs> I'm, a, I'm on an island. You're not even trying to talk. I'm not even trying to talk. <laughs> Call home one day, my girl tell me she pregnant. My girl at the time she pregnant. Wow. And I got a year to do. So she's just pregnant right now. Like, she just brand did, new. I just found out she pregnant while I'm in there. Home for five months, that's it. Just got a, a peek at life. Yeah. It's a peek. I go up, I go upstate to do a year. I go to Gowanda. Bro, when I tell you, man, I didn't want nothing. What's that, a medium, son? That's a medium. Okay. I didn't want no, I didn't want no towels, I didn't want no sneakers, I not want no shirts. I did that whole thing, state down. Yeah because i had felt what it felt like to be home and i felt like what it felt like to ride around in range rovers and benzes and have jewelry and 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 fuck with the bitches and i was like man i don't i don't want to live i don't i don't want nothing i don't I was he wasn't depressed. trying to get comfortable I never no
0: and i was depressed for a while?
2: though i was depressed for a while i couldn't because i had wanted to do i had wanted to do music and i felt like at this point music was never going to happen for me mm. It's, it can't, and, and I, I, I will always hear like, yo. Everything happens for a reason, and, it, and when you're going through shit, you don't wanna, you don't wanna hear that. What reason could this be? This is punishment. Right. This is torture. How could this be? Mm. I got a baby that's about to be born while I'm in jail. My first son is coming. My first child is coming. I know that feeling was horrible, bro. My son was born November 21st, 2003. 2002, I mean. I'm sorry. I came home March 5th, 2003. Hmm. He was three months old by the time I came back.
0: Hmm.
2: You know? Crazy.
0: Yeah. So, since then, you've been home. I've been been free. You've been free.
2: Thank God. No parole? I, I made it off parole. How long you was on parole? I had... Uh, by that time, I had, like, four four years to do five, three three four years left to do. I did it, and that was hard because parole was rough on me. They have caught money in my pocket. I went there one day. I had money. I had like three grand on me. Mm. And you know, sometimes they searching, and, and they found it. And 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 then when they found it, they went in my truck. And, and found that I had pictures of uh, me and other parolees. Like, it was crazy. They they I had an eight o'clock curfew. Like I had a parole officer sitting in front of my house at seven. O'clock. Yo, it was crazy. It was real stressful. Stressful, bro. Like did like people. And you going, got your newborn. You went home back to your newborn. Newborn straight to my newborn. I go home to a baby. Right. And at the time, my girl, she like on some family. She like we need to be a family. Like so now I got I'm I got parole on top of me. I got a newborn. I got a girlfriend. Duties. I got. And it's just life being a black man trying to trying to be be a rapper, nigga. You trying to be a rapper? Mm. Just dealing with issues in the street and life. Period was it was enough. So I had a lot riding on me, and I had a lot of pressure on me, bro. I had a lot on me, man. Right. I had a lot on me. You understand more than people understand. And it was days that that were really dark for me, and it was days that I felt like, man, this shit ain't gonna work. Mm. And then I was just stay down, I would just stay down long enough to come up, bro like just man, you know what? I'm gonna get through this and um and I did and I did I did I really got through it. and as I look back on it now, it's just like, man, how the fuck did I do that? this is crazy. So you have a great relationship with your kid? great. Okay. great.
0: So everybody's good and everybody and good. you've been home since and you've been doing your thing mm-hmm. dropping
2: albums, yeah. Yeah, you know, projects, just give money just dropping, just, just,
0: no. just when you thought just when you thought it was so far away J- right it came into it came into play that's right and
2: I tell people all the time it ain't never too late mm-hmm. it ain't never too early it's never too nothing if you 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 can live off hope bro mm-hmm. because those days that I was in those boxes I lived off hope I Absolutely. lived off hope boy like like for real bro like you could live off of having a vision. See, having sight is one thing. Having vision is another. Mm-hmm. And, and I and I felt myself having a vision, like to make it, you know. And I'm the living, breathing example. That. Always kept that. No matter what I went through, it was times that I was themselves crying, bro, at night, crying because it just how, like, why, why, like, why, like, mm-hmm. why do I keep getting in trouble? Questioning everything because Absolutely. I'm. Uneducated, and I'm trying to find myself. Why I keep getting in trouble? Why I keep having issues with other niggas? And why do I, you know what I mean? Like why, like why I can't chill? Why I just can't just be a regular nigga? Did you go to school when you was in jail? Yeah, I went to school in Clinton and wound up getting my GED because you know they make you. Yeah, they make you go to. They force you, you to they do. They force you when you're a young nigga. Right. You know what I mean? So when you're a teenager in there, then you going to school. So I got my GED. That was good. I got my GED in Clinton. And um, which was one of those moments that I was really happy about. Cause, you know, because you, you could say, yeah, at least, you, at least you got that. Of course. You know, your mom's telling you she's proud of you, and I'm sitting there, like, my how the fuck are you proud of me? Like, I'm sitting in this fucking cage behind this glass, behind these bars, behind this pain, mm-hmm. and you saying, you proud of me? How? Mm-hmm. How? How? But I tell people all the time, man, that the pain sometimes is necessary, but it's mostly always temporary. Always temporary. The pain Absolutely, is temporary of course. You got to get through it. So, Mano, uh, uh, let me ask you a question. What do you think about
0: um, jail uh, reform? We need it. We need it. A lot of people getting involved. Yeah. You know, so yes. how you feel about it? Because you're someone that can really relate to it more than anybody else that I know as far as rappers and stuff like That's that. That's
2: a fact. So, um, Jail reform, definitely, because... And you know, let me tell you what's so interesting about that. Not only are they talking about jail reform, but now I don't know if you're hearing the conversation about solitary confinement. Now they're saying solitary confinement is torture. Do you know now that they're changing that now? Like you can't you can't be 16, 17, 18, spending more, more than uh more than 14 days in the bin or the box. Wow. Yeah, so now they was hanging me years yeah. ago. Yeah. Me too and hanging all my all my all, all my friends and, yeah, yeah. and comrades and brothers and sending us in there and for years for years and and, and giving us these 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 long extensive time to do in ourselves but now they're saying it's cruel and unusual punishment it's like torture which I'm glad for we happy for them. But they need to run that retro back. They need to run, run that retroactive. <laughs> come, come back. On. Come so back going, to the oh, nineties. Oh, like I, I'm, I'm fucked up. I'm fucked up. Back to the nineties and shit. No, I'm fucked up because I, 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 I did a total of. I'm like, damn. I, don't, I did like almost four years total in solitary confinement. Mm. That is, that is unreal. And I know people that have done more. Mm-hmm. That's unreal. Crazy.
0: Nah, it's crazy. You're right. Crazy. So the jail reform, you know, is, is a great thing.
2: Yes, um, because these laws, right? These laws are predicated around having minorities do these lengthy sentences, right? So now, one of the biggest crimes I feel like are young niggas, the pain that a young nigga feels. When you're 16, 17 17 years old, your mind is not fully developed. So the decisions that you make are based around an immature mind state Mm -hmm. and your environment. Absolutely. So how can you then sentence that person to 25, 30 years when they not even fully developed? That's the biggest crime because then it's dudes that I know that went to jail 17, 18, is coming home now. And they, they didn't do did it 20, 25 years. Mm-hmm. And it's like, coming home to what? You took everything away from You took everything out that man. Because he's not even developed. That's a crime to me. Mm-hmm. That is a crime to me because what we needed was help. Absolutely. We needed help. Because why did we do the things that we do? It was based on our the way we thought an and the way we thought was based around our environment.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: based around the environment. You put Absolutely. us, you put us in an environment where there's drugs, and our, our families is on drugs. No jobs. We want to eat. We hungry. Like it's, it's hell.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And then we adapt to that. And in the course of in the the course of us adapting to that. We do violent things to survive and, and all we ever did was want to survive. That's all we ever tried to do. That was number 1 key. That was that was it. Every, <laughs> everything you ever did coming out your house as a as a as a child, and whatever the first thing that you stole was out of necessity. Mm-hmm. Because you felt like you had to do that. You sold drugs because you couldn't get it. No other way. Right. It's crazy, it's crazy, man. So, Mano, you been home? How long you been home? I've been home for a while now, man. I, I I don't even count the time. I've been home since 2003. 2003. Yeah. And it's been great for you. It's been good. Life's been up and down, but I, I welcome it because nothing feels like the pain that I felt like. I've been I've been home now longer than I ever was in prison. Absolutely. I feel good. And it feels great. I'm blessed. I've 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 worked with the artists that that I admired. Mm. You understand and. You accomplished the things that you wanted, yes. that you thought of, that dreamed of when dreamed. you was in there. Yeah. Dreamed. That you was
0: Only zoned dream. out on on that yes. in that sale like. Yes. So all that was all good. Yes. Do you think shows like this is important for the youth? Which what kind of message do you have for the youth that you could, you know, you could give them that they don't have to go through all the box time and all the pain that
2: you've been through and right. stuff like that? Right. I feel like it's important because we're in a time where a lot of stuff is glamorized. You gotta, you gotta understand that there ain't nothing glamorous about going to prison, getting in shit, two and three years of box time. It's not, it's not a glamorous life. Mm. And I think a lot of artists, you know, glamorize things that they never really was a part of, and it seems to be cool or, you know, everybody's clout chasing. I'm not telling people how to live, but just understand that the energy that you put out come with a certain type of lifestyle. And if you're about that, then be all the way about it. Because mm. this is what it comes, this is what comes with it. You know? Um, I don't want that for my child. I don't want that for my kids. Absolutely. You understand? So it's like, this is what I've been through, this is the pain that I've been through. This is the this is the days that I had to spend, you know, feeling hopeless, and days that I felt soulless. These are the years that I have a hole in my spirit because of this. Mm-hmm. This is why. And if you live in a certain type of lifestyle, this comes with it. But it's easy to get around because you don't have to live that way. Absolutely. You know, you don't have to live that way. You got, you got. It's not gonna work for everybody. Some people want to live that. Absolutely. You know, but don't cry about it later. There you go. There you go. Well, Mano, man, it was
0: a pleasure having you, man. Pleasure, brother. You hear me? I pleasure. appreciate you coming through, man. Thank you, man. It was real, you, man. man. We had a, you had that walk and that, you yeah. know, we had that vibe. Yeah. We had that walk around the yard. Yeah, that walk around the yard. Yeah. We, you, we, we were spinning the, the yard.
2: yard. We were spinning the yard. <laughs> we spinning the
0: yard. You <laughs> know what it was? Yeah. Mano. Dog in the yard. Appreciate you coming, man. So love, man. Appreciate brother. the love, man. You're my brother for life, for man. Life. We walked that yard today. Yeah, spinning. That's what it is. Love. Love. I just want to thank um, Mano, man, for coming by. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate having him on our show. You know, um, he, he pulled out, you know, the you know, like he's he's a real person, man. So, you know, he kept it a hundred, his his interview was real with us. Um, I appreciate, you know, him, you know, putting the walls down, showing the world that, you know, jail is not the place to be and you can never sleep on nothing in jail, cause anything can happen at any given time. You know, so I just want to thank Mado, man, you know, nothing but success. You know, we love you up here. You already know you are Conrad, you know, keep doing your thing and all that, you know?
1: And he he let people know that if you do happen to go to jail and you do pick up a craft, do like he did, man. He mastered his craft. He polished it up, came home. And look what he's doing now, man.
0: Facts. We love that, man. We love that. One million percent. We love that. So, um, now back to my third kite that I haven't talked about yet okay now I know that everybody's out there waiting for this kite right so my opinion and what I have to say about the whole six nine thing I just know that before he went to jail they flew me down to meet him I spoke to him on the phone um I met him personally um I went on a road with him as well and um and um how you call it and I just my thing my thing to to that I have to say about the whole situation is that if I was involved in his life the day that I met him and we went on a road and I would and he would have never left me and I would have never, you know, like lose communication with him and all that and I would have been on deck, he would have never got kidnapped. He would have never went through all the shit that he's going through right now and all the shit, him going to jail or him getting bullied on and all that, that would have never happened. You know what I'm saying? Let me ask
1: something. That That, that was before the Joe interview too, right? that
0: you that, that was involved in, that was before that interview? Probably during the same time, like, I couldn't say not so long, you know, around probably the same time, I don't know. Oh, you know, I, yeah, I, I, just know he had, I just know he had a lot of issues out there, you know, and um, they flew me down. I talked to him on the phone, he said, Pistol, man, I want to meet you, I want to speak to you. I said, okay, cool. I flew, I, they flew me down to New York. I went to a show, I don't know whether it was in Connecticut, somewhere out there, um... And I spoke to him, you know, we had a great day, we had a great day, great night, it was it was all love, but people around him and his surrounding, I was a threat, so, you know, um, you know, after that, you already know how they do it, you know what I'm saying, it's like, you know, it sound good and all that, and he was all good with it, you know, and Shorty was all good with it, but... They put the block block on it And I never came around him again You know what I'm saying And after that This whole shit happened Which is You know All the shit that's going on now You know So I knew the guy And I knew the kid wasn't built No street guy He's no tough guy He's just a talented guy That does music And he got You know He was around a bunch of wolves You know what I'm saying So that's just things that happen in life, you know what I'm saying? And all I gotta say about that is like, if I would have been around that, that would have never happened. You know what I'm saying? And I already knew, and I already knew that the kid was never built like that because the kid is not a street guy. The kid is a nice guy. You know what I'm saying? Nah, the kid is a, is a I mean, the kid is, a, you know, at the time when I met him, he was a nice guy. You know what I'm saying? Okay. That's what I got to say about that, the whole six nine thing. And before he came home from after he told. Um, they also reached out to me and offered me a bag to get involved you know, with him wow. and, and, and to make sure that we know whenever he came home, he could be somehow certified in the street, you know, whether, you know, is, you know, just, just to have my presence around or, or he could be able to move around a little bit more freely or whatever. But I was, I was offered to get involved and I was offered a bag and I, and I, I guess once again. You already know. So, I, I you know, I I, I I, declined it. I turned I turned it down, you know, because, like I said, do, that's man. not what we do. We all have different morals and principles, and that's just right. one of those things that, you know, you already know we don't do. So that's, right. that's what I got to say about the whole 6 9 As far as what's going on, other than that, him disrespecting the LA fit, the LA LGs, and they going through all that, you know what I mean? Listen, man, you know, um... This is what the kid has become. You know what I'm saying? He's product of his environment, and his environment is—I mean, you see what his environment is. So, I mean, what else could you expect? So, you know, I'm not here to try to, you know, down talk nobody. I just know that you know things could have went different for the kid, and yeah, I knew
1: his whole life would have been different
0: if he and, oh, and I know for a fact. That he was never a street guy, a, you know, a tough guy, you know, and none of that. When I met him, he was a nice kid. He was a nice, you know, he was a nice kid, man. You know, and um, we, we had a nice talk, you know, and I and I just knew that this was gonna happen. By the way, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. When I came around him and I and I met six nine and I was around him that I got flown in. They flew me in to meet him and talk to him. I spoke to him on the phone and all that. I, and I went. I came around him and I looked at the the surrounding around him. I just
1: I knew, knew that plane was going
0: to crash. My I man, I knew for crash. a fact that plane was going to crash. I knew for a fact that it was going to go down like that. The same people that reached out to me, that connected me and all that, trust me, I told them, listen, it's going to go down like this. And it's exactly the way it went down. You know what I'm saying? I knew I knew it was going to go down like that. I know that everybody was going to go to jail for bullying the kid, for kidnapping them, for doing all the... Crazy shit, all the pussy shit, and all the faggot shit, you know, and all that. So I knew the outcome of it because the guy is a nice guy. The knight is a nice kid, so he's not a street guy. So these are the these are the results you get when you you know. And I mean, that's what I got to say with that man. You know what I mean Other than that, man, it's, it's, you know. It's
1: an it's a it's, a, it's a unfortunate situation. Like we said, we don't condone that at all, and, and no way form or fashion. Nevertheless, man you know, in in like in his situation and a whole bunch of other situations, man. Whoever's in control of the puppet, you dig what I'm saying, is, is, is the one that, that has to make sure that this puppet performs accordingly, man. And the guys that were responsible for this guy, they wasn't treating him accordingly. So, you know, somebody else took, took possession of him. And all he is is a tool, man. Like you say, he's a nice guy. All he is is a tool. Whoever snatches his up, you know what I'm saying, and has control of him is the one that's going to make him do whatever they want him to do. And the feds snatched him up and, you know, they made him do what they wanted him to do, man. So, you know, brothers, brothers got to realize, man, that a lot of times, man, you can snatch somebody up and try to make him tough. He's never going to be that tough guy that you want him to be, man. Because when you cut him loose, it's like with us in Independence, you know, a guy be around us stabbing dudes and cutting dudes and stuff like that. But when he go to another jail by himself, now it's a whole different story. Facts. You think what I'm saying? Facts. So, you know, anyway. Listen, it is what it is. Them brothers, man, you know, I don't wish you did on nobody, but it is what it is, man.
0: Anyway, with that being said, you already know, man. Dog in the Yard, your boy Pistol, man. <laughs> Box of Dice, Bang.